I can't wait for the world to end. <laughs> Let your nerd flag fly. Nice. That was impressive. Beautiful. Yeah. Did get you going, guys? I mm. did a little mm-hmm. bit. All right. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> I I'm gonna try uh I was just talking to Dolomore today. I'm I was gonna oh, yeah? see if uh maybe me and you and him could do a three way sometime. Yeah, absolutely. If um Yeah if we if we wouldn't uh talk over each other the whole time, but I think we could make it work. Yeah, we could figure it out. I'm sure it would be fun. So I'll, Absolutely. I'll bug him and uh next week is Thanksgiving, so probably not next week, but maybe the week after we yeah. can uh, try and make something happen. And welcome to episode 111 of the Nerd Out Loud podcast, where we talk about the things that you nerd out about, and we nerd out about, and everybody nerds out about. Today is the 1st of December, the year of our Lord, 2015. I am your host, Jeremy Henson, and I am joined today by my illustrious, lovely, charming, delightful co-captain in life, in love, and in crime, Jesse Dolamore, everybody. <laughs> Hashtag nailed it. Wow, that came out way better than I even had expected. Uh, you know, you know what? This is this is the new era of Nerd Out Loud. No, wait, no, it's not. Not quite. Not quite. <laughs> what are we doing here? What is happening? Well, uh, we were slated, as you well know, sir, we were slated to be guests on this podcast, and the actual host. The lovely, charming, illustrious uh, partner in life and crime, Jeremy Holmes, is on his deathbed. That's right. That's what. <laughs> that's what I hear. Based off the picture that he sent us, well, he looks like he's about. He's about to croak. Uh, a dental chair for me is a deathbed. That's I. Terrible. I have not been to the dentist in fifteen years. <laughs> what are you a fucking hobo? What's going on over yeah. there? Let's go ahead and get this out of the way. <laughs> wow. I got out of my parents' house and I lost my religion and my dental card. So you know you can go. <laughs> you have a job. You can get dental coverage. It is a thing. I, um, and your boy Obama. I think it's becoming part of Obamacare now to have oh, dental coverage. Well, maybe in honor of of my boy, I'll go ahead and get yeah, my teeth cleaned. Call your boy Barry and get that hooked up. <laughs> You know, I never, uh, I think part of the reason why I never went is I never had a cavity my first 18 years of life. And so now I've just always been like, well, screw it. I never had a cavity before, but that was 15 years ago. And the drug addiction has been in between there and everything. So who who knows? Who knows? I just don't want to go. I don't know that I've had a cavity since I, because as a child, because I grew up like a welfare kid, um, mm. I was cavity fucking central because my mom, you know, she... She liked to purchase the candy for the kids. <laughs> and I guess, you know, pray to Jesus to have the cavities go away. But, you know, thanks to welfare, we we had lots of drilling, lots of bullshit. I had a terrible... Oh, nice. I'll, I guess I'm going to share this. Here it is. I had a terrible experience at the dentist. This is when we lived in Missouri, not far from probably where you live. You, you used to live in Missouri? Yeah, a little town called Norwood, Missouri. It's uh, near Mountain Grove, about 50 miles from Springfield. Okay. Okay. And I'm sitting in the chair, and I'm fifth grade. It was no older than, you know, 10 years old. Okay. And I whimper. Well, first, I asked to see the the shot, the elephant cannon that they fucking stick in your mouth and, and numb you with. Because I was, no, hang on. I'm picturing. I'm still picturing Jesse at at, fi- at fifth or sixth grade. You're what five eight, five nine. No, I was tiny. I didn't break. <laughs> okay. I didn't break ninety eight pounds or a hundred pounds until like my freshman year in high school. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. So tiny Jesse. Yeah, that was hundred seventy five pounds ago. I hear so you. <laughs> so anyway, I I'm in the chair. I asked to see the needle. It's absolutely terrifying, and he sticks it in the mouth. 
that, this could be dirty. He sticks it in my mouth, and uh, I whimper a little bit, like uh, when the needle pierces, and he goes, "Oh, don't be a little girl. Quit being a little girl." Oh God! And I think it was because I was a welfare kid. Oh, what a really? What a little. I mean, I'd love to meet the old man now. He's probably like eighty years old. Just beat the shit yeah. out of him. <laughs> Are you? Have you been? Has that been? Has that been lingering with you your entire life? It's a. You have resentment. It's a story I haven't thought about in a long time. Wow, I have a tendency of bringing that out in people. So we'll just go through that all night tonight. But one of the things that we wanted to talk about was, I mean, obviously they're, they're not here. Christy's off gallivanting around the podcast land these days. And uh, so they, they kind of brought me in for one episode, two episodes to uh, to, to help out. And then we were going to do a, a trifecta today. That didn't work out. So here we are trying to figure figure something out for Nerd Out Loud to, to continue on. But where when did you get into nerd out loud what is your origin story hang on before we get to the origin story oh come on and since i just told a tale you've got to start with your origin story but actually you're the host you can do what the fuck you want but here uh we gotta let everybody know jeremy doesn't even know we're doing this (laughs) oh you're right that's right you buried the lead jeremy has no idea that we're doing this so we're going to spring this on him jesse is going to be uh the editor uh uh, and producer basically of the podcast and uh we're going to spring this on him the very next day how do you want to do this do you just want to email it to him and not even give him any preface just say here submitted for your approval your disapproval absolutely that's what i want to do (laughs) Right on. Of course, we'll tell him you can or cannot use it if you want to, but I mean, it, no. it, it all depends on if you want to be friends with us ever again. He's getting guilted into it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so tell us, tell the, the lovely audience, the listening audience, how okay. did you become affiliated with the masterful Nerd Out Loud podcast? So this is this is kind of an interesting people of of uh, historians show historians of nerd out loud <laughs> will remember when they had a big fight with a podcast personality who shall go unnamed or do you know who I'm talking oh, about I here? do that guy's a dick yeah he's a super fan and yeah, um, yeah he is. I, I, you know what? I liked him. I, I, I still, I, I like him. He treated some of my friends like shit. So I've distanced, my, distanced myself from him, you know, but, um, he has a show called pod gods and I found him on Twitter. I found that he had the show called pod gods and I was like, Oh, cool. So I kind of slid Eureka podcast in there, you know, say, Hey, give us a listen. Let us know what you think. You, you, and, you uh, slid Eureka podcast in there. Like he slides himself into Adam Carolla's asshole. But I mean, I may, he, he, he may be a little more gentle than I am, but uh, yeah, to, in, in essence. So I slid myself in there. They had me on the show. I bombed when they when they when I when I went on their show. By the way, just absolutely bombed. And uh, Jeremy started following me on Twitter, hmm. and uh, so we actually owe our friendship to Superfan Geo, hmm. which is it's kind of ironic considering. He's burned all those bridges, but we're still kind of here back in the, you know, hinterland still hanging out together. So, but yeah, that's, that's how it started. And we, um, had a mutual love for the Mike O'Mara show. Oh, he knows Mike O'Mara too. Wow. Yeah. yeah. He listened to the Mike O'Mara show. So we kind of went back and forth for a bit and, uh, and here we are now, uh, totally taking over his show. Yeah. And now you're completely showing your nerding out about podcasts and radio. <laughs> Yeah, no, totally, dude. That's all I do. I work from home, and I don't have any coworkers to distract me, so I've just got my earbuds in all day, listen to everything. Wow, so. that's good. Yeah, what about you? Well, I don't fucking know. I huh. and I hate giving that answer, even though we talked for five or ten minutes before this to come up with shit we're going to talk about. Um, right. I don't know. I think it is, we have a connection to a guy, and it's through podcasting, of course. I've made actually a lot yep. of... A lot of People that I consider real good friends, Jeremy and you both are in yep. that uh, club. What a terrible club. And oh, uh, no. God. there's a guy who runs a show out in Canada called uh, Sounds Like an Earful. And if you've heard of it, it's an awesome show. Chris runs the show out there. And I think, I think that I know got acquainted to Jeremy through that show. But I'm not sure. Well, Jeremy. Go ahead and tweet at us at Nerd Out Loud <laughs> and let us know how you got in touch with uh, Jesse. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's uh, but I'm glad I did. I I've enjoyed um, all of the redacted bullshit and the drama yeah. 
as well oh, yeah. as you know the the maturation process that they've gone through relative to their bits and the the different segments. It's awesome. Like, it's all it's all been smooth. Yeah, I, the, I, I, I where the bits came from. I hate when and this happens all the time. So much of my life is spent hating uh, <laughs> when when I hear like a "Am I a jerk?" or or the drone strike thing. I'm like, ah, fuck! Why didn't I think of that I to do on my I show? Know. Yeah, it's a I bummer. Know. It's funny because they always started off saying oh, we don't want to have bits, but now th- their bits are some of the f- most fun uh, aspects of their show. Yeah. What made you stick around, though? Because, uh, I mean, it's one thing to start listening. Oh, and by the way, we are nerding out about Nerd Out Loud. Oh, That's what's yeah. happening right make, now. That's so. M- make no mistake. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think I don't want to out either one of us as the person who messaged the other. I think maybe I messaged him about something. I don't fucking know, dude. I'm the worst at at trying to recall. You just have to bring up that somebody was in a dentist chair, and then then I remember. I can't be put on the spot. You know what I mean? Well, this thing is it's not a repressed memory, so you can't you can't access it right now. That's exactly oh, right. It wasn't you- it, it wasn't traumatizing. So <laughs> yeah, well, kind of depends. Uh, it depends on which episode you came in on. <laughs> or it, de- it depends on if you're Geo or not. <laughs> Oh, God, no. Stop talking trash. Stop right. talking trash. Oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> oh, come on. So uh, the reason why I stuck around is because uh, Jeremy's origin story of being a pastor and cheating on his wife with uh, with a woman from the congregation that he rekindled the relationship on Facebook and then got her pregnant and now isn't with either of them and is doing a podcast with his fiance, his new fiance. Like the whole <laughs> process of that just, I just, I got sucked in tractor beam all the way in there. I was like, okay, I'm in, let's go, let's do it. By the way, have me on your show now. <laughs> that is a, uh, that I think is the denotative definition for a clusterfuck. That is yes that whole thing which by the way it's not a one-off i grew up in the church and that kind of shit that's crazy time happening all over the place oh yeah yeah we had we had um we had a pastor in our church have an affair with the organist (laughs) and they they left together gives a whole new meaning to the term organist yes exactly (laughs) talk about fucking falling flat I, oh, hey, oh. I don't want to uh, leave Christy out, though, because the fact that she puts up with Jeremy's stuff, which, by the way, I have try not to swear as much written on, written on here. So I'm going to try not to swear as much from here on out. Did you but write the, that the fact down? She puts up, I did because I swear really, really, I swear a lot and they don't swear as much on this show as I do. So personally, hmm. I'm pulling it back a little bit. Personally, you don't have to, asshole, but I am. I but will the, absolutely the that, not do that. boy. <laughs> Nobody would expect you to. Uh, the fact that Christy puts up with it, and she's so sweet. She's just the sweetest, and I love listening to her be so sweet and then come in with a drone strike and take somebody out. It's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> well, it's cathartic. It's awesome. It is. It is. Hey, we. Uh, I forgot. One of the other bits that they do is, uh, is, is feedback from listeners, and uh, we have some feedback from last episode. Uh, ain't no Swayze on Twitter tweeted nice Hitler jokes. You freaking retard. <laughs> Actually, he didn't say that. That was just myself. My inner monologue saying that bit fell flat. So let's not ever do that again. That's also you sticking true to the trying to cuss less with. The oh, fri- you saw that. The, yeah. The freaking <laughs> the freaking you saw that. Yep. There it is. There it is. Yeah. I'm, I'm ashamed of that bit. I got to it. And I couldn't listen to it. Like when I was listening back to the episode, I'm like, yeah, not going to listen to this because I felt I just it just it did you did you listen to it? Yes. In fact, I was champing at the bit because as everyone knows, it's not chomping at the bit. It's champing um, this today in your grammar lesson. Uh, lesson learned. I we were going to talk about that same article and the, the there was one quote and this is me chastising you. Jeremy. Oh, yeah. Yep. Jeremy Henson. There was one quote mm-hmm. on there that you attributed to Trump, which was the blacks are inherently lazy. And yes, look, I think anybody who listens to my show for all of 10 or 20 seconds will know. I think, well, I have called Donald Trump on my show a cunt many, many, many times. And I, so I, I'm not a fan. But that particular quote about the blacks being inherently lazy, 
was attributed to him by someone, but there was zero sourcing, no citation. It was just like a claim that someone made. So I like to be very fair, I guess. I gotcha. I gotcha. But as my co-host says on Eureka Podcast, don't let the truth get in the way (laughs) of a good story. All right. That's really good, actually. I live by that. I, I should start by living by that. Yes, it's so true. It's so true. Hey, so this is where we riff for a little bit, Jesse. I got some questions for you. Oh, wow. Okay. Hard-nosed, hard-hitting questions. I'm not going to Matt Lauer this thing. Good. Good. All right. All right. So I noticed you changed your profile picture. Uh, I did. To, to, to uh, uh, you know, button-up shirt, head cocked to the side, big bushy beard. Is that a, an official headshot? That is a headshot. That is a headshot of you trying to be an actor? No, no. Well, okay. I I uh, I did have some headshots taken. Um Okay. I haven't done like look, I wouldn't call myself an actor. Fuck, I'm just an idiot. But I've like I've been in a commercial so a nation, are most actors. I, I've been in a national commercial. So that's the extent of my of my any any behind the ca- other than my stupid YouTube videos that I do. That would be the extent of my... Those have gotten really good lately, by the way. Yeah, I'm pretty happy. Yeah. <laughs> but but that would be the extent of it. But I had I have a friend who is a, a, a pro uh, photographer, yeah. and they invited me over to do, do some shots that they were going to add to their, their portfolio as well. And I you know, took advantage of it, and that sure. was one of the stylized, gritty-looking... The, gotcha. the reason she brought me in is because she, she thought that I would have be able to look angry really well huh. and that's just not interesting it's not the case i thought so too i thought yeah I'll, I'll, i'm pissed off all the time that'll be no problem yeah no it wasn't i'm apparently worry is a look that i can pull off but a- yeah. anger not so much dread huh <laughs> so i i have to tell you I've, I've tracked down that men's warehouse commercial oh have you and watched it. I've checked it out. I've checked it out. You're the big burly guy who's like dressed in the uh, the the kind of schlubby clothes, walking with the girl, yeah. and they point you in the direction of Men's Warehouse, and you're like, uh, okay, I guess we'll check it out. And you go in there and you buy yourself some suits and get all spiffed up. Yeah. The uh, what's funny is those clothes were like four sizes too small to make it look just accentuate the fact that I didn't know how to dress. <laughs> it, it seriously, it it was. 25 pounds of bullshit stuffed into a two and a half pound, you know, to go bag. It was yeah, yeah. so that it was shit that they bought from. It still had the Ross price tags in it and stuff. Oh, it my was God. No that's good. Hilarious. Yeah, no good. So that's so you did a you did a national commercial mm-hmm. for a large company. Yeah, a couple of them. How so a couple for men's warehouse. Mm-hmm. OK, so. So how did that happen? And then what happened after? Did you decide to get out of it or what what the hell? No, I'm no, I didn't. I mean, it wasn't. I just haven't had opportunity to do it again. I would look any of you casting agents out there who'd like to put me on TV. I'd be happy. (laughs) My number six, five, seven, four, six, four, seventy six, zero nine. I'm happy to take any and all job offers that are non that are non porn related. So the flashlight's out of the question? Yeah, I, I don't stack up, so I'm not doing any porn. Are you auditioning, though? I mean, are you just no, kind of... No. Uh... no. Okay, okay. Not, I had to make sure. Look, I, I would I, I would love to, to get into something like that, but it would. it's not going to happen because it, it's one of those situations where it would have to fall into my lap for it to happen. And, gotcha. you know, I'm not Cameron Diaz who gets discovered at the mall. I'm, you know, 40-year-old... 275 pounds, six foot three, Jesse Dollimore. I'm not, I might get like picked as an extra on the show Vikings or something, but <laughs> hey, that's the extent. There's open. Right. A man can dream. Right. A man can dream. If they knock off Ragnar Lothbrok, I'm the next guy, I guess. <laughs> well, I think it's about time to get into uh, Nerd Out Loud's favorite theme song. Oh, yeah. Am I a jerk? Written by one of the best listeners they have, if you ask me. A beautiful composer. Yeah, I love it. Am I a jerk? Yes, I'm a jerk. Everybody's jerking around. Yeah. Am I a jerk? Well, you'll be the judge. Jeremy's never seen the movie The Jerk. Yeah. 
Everybody's jerking around. All right. So so this is uh, I've got a couple. By the way, I do. I seriously props on the on the the theme for this segment. That is beautifully. It's reminiscent of like take six from my childhood. Oh, I oh god. Okay, so before we get into this, I was in a band called Kickstand. <laughs> Kickstand. <laughs> it's called Kickstand. I don't know where the hell it came from. We were an a cappella group. There were six of us. I sang high tenor. Wow, I was a tenor too. Yeah. I was a tenor as well. I, high tenor. We did a lot of the Take Six uh, uh, songs. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, and uh, I mean, we had an agent and everything that was booking us at colleges around Wichita, Kansas, uh, at State Fair. Um, We sang the national anthem for a couple of decent-sized Midwest Kansas-type stuff. By uh, by agent, do you mean a guy who got paid in hand jobs? (laughs) Now that you think about it, I suppose that's what some of those repressed, repressed memories were about, but... Oh, damn it. <laughs> You've just taken the bloom off the rose for me. <laughs> it was a girl who was in a business uh, business major at WSU, actually, Wichita State University. So, I mean, she was doing it for a class, but it was, you know, a little uh, little history for Jeremy for yeah, you. It's good. It, you can hear that you got a little chops. Hey, well, I, I appreciate some, that. I can, some I can, chops. Some. A little. <laughs> a little. To be fair, that was done in my workout room next to the treadmill in about... 20 minutes so take that for what it's worth all right so i've got a couple i've got a couple all I, right I, i'm gonna give you a, a preview of a couple of these and we'll let you pick which one i wish one of them i wish I, I had some some people's court theme music right now because i would play since i'm going to adjudicate whether or not uh, yes. you were a jerk i wish i well you know what there it is there it is people's court music all right there it is nice i'm surprised you found that so quick <laughs> So, uh, so am I a jerk? I've got, I've got two. I've got, I've got one about my parents that uh, that was uh, uh, happened over the Thanksgiving break mm. that I've given you a little bit of insight into, and then there's another one about a uh, suspected sex criminal in our town that wants to be part of the theater that I run. Wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. Out of those two, Jesse. Well, let's uh, let's go with the family first. Oh, we're going first. That means we're doing both of them. Here we go. So my family, which I always hate bitching about my family, but we we have this maneuver we call the Henson, okay? Uh, if there's ever anything that happens at the dinner table or ever anything that offends anybody, we just pick up the carpet and we swipe it right underneath there, just sweep everything underneath there nice and tidy, jam it back down, and we never mention it again. There's lumps all over the house from us sweeping stuff over the carpet, under the carpet, okay? Well... I can't sweep this one under the carpet. Next time I see them, I'm going to have to bring it up. We volunteered to have Thanksgiving at our house. We are two hours from my sister and about three hours from my parents. We being you and your wife. Me and my wife. Okay. Yes. We volunteered to do it because, I mean, no offense to my parents. They usually buy a ham, not a turkey. Usually buy a ham, throw it in the crock pot. They get frozen corn. They get... You know, Hawaiian's rolls. You're painting. They buy everything. All all that is good, but it's not really like special holiday good. Right, right. (laughs) So we're like, look, we're going to do it this year. We went all out. We spent hundreds of dollars getting new uh, silverware, plates, dishes. Yeah, yeah. uh, Like serving platters and everything. We got a nice turkey. We brined it. We spent hours, days on this thing. And... A little bit of ice comes through, and my parents call the day of Thanksgiving and say, "Look, we're we're just not going to make it. I'm, oh, I'm so sorry, we're not going to make it." The day yes. of Thanksgiving, the, the day of day of, and we got up early to start some of the stuff, you know. And so we're just sitting here, and, and I'm 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 you know my I'm I'm just like at this thousand yard stare as I'm talking to my parents on the phone, and my wife comes up, she's like, "What?" And I said, "I just started shaking my head." She said, what? what? What's going on? I said, uh-uh. She said, oh, my God, are they not coming? And I just, I'm still talking to my mom and dad. And she's like, nod yes or no. Oh, <laughs> I wow. said, no, they're not coming. And so then I call my sister and say, look, they're not coming. She said, well, I'm coming. I said, oh, okay. So, you know, everybody has the same weather that they're having to deal with. My parents don't do it, but my sister does. So am I a jerk for being just pissed off at my parents? 
And really just, we, my wife and I have said, never again. We're not going to do this again. We put so much work into this thing. Christmas, Thanksgiving, screw it. We're going to do it at, at the parents' house. Let them do their boring old meals. We're done. Uh, I would I'm say, well, no, well, well, one, no, you, no, you're not a jerk. No, abs- absolutely not. No, you did nothing that was jerk worthy. However, I would, I would ask a couple questions. Even though ju- I'm, I'm all ears, j- judges don't normally give their verdict and then ask a bunch of questions. But you know, sure, I'm uh, I'm not a real judge. I don't know if you know. I'm just a a jackass with a microphone. So, um, how old are your parents? Are they like 85 years old? Do they have their 70? Do they have their faculties about them? Are they? And I don't mean like Alzheimer or or senility sure. setting, but are they? You know, they're they're functioning. They they are, but they are doing less driving. I got to give them that because See, you're already softening less... on your angst and your anger. Well, this is why I feel bad when I start to think about it. I, and the stuff that I said about them after I got off the phone, that's kind of why I feel like a jerk. But uh, my dad's 70. He does all the driving. My mom cannot drive. I'm, uh, God bless her. But she cannot drive. In fact, we won't let her. Not because she's so, not like because she's like the old lady who is like going to. Runs uh, into a crowd of people. Right. No, <laughs> but because we have been in the passenger seat with her and have, have had to pull over before and be like, I can't stand being in the passenger seat. Let me drive. Right, right, right. What do you do if I'm not here type thing? Um but to be fair, when we're not there, she drives around all the time. Uh, but my dad, last time he was in Kansas City, he had done something that he'd never done before. They got done eating someplace, and he looked at my sister and said, here, drive home. 70 years, mm. never done that before. So it's kind of a sign that they're not as confident as they used to be. And they did get a little bit of ice, a caveat to the story. There was ice. Getting here would not have been an issue whatsoever. It was getting home that they were worried about. And God forbid they miss church. Okay, well, well that is bullshit. However, l- let me ask this one one more follow up before we move on to the next story. The, okay. ne- the next, the next, am I a jerk? Um, what was their tone on the phone with you? Was it very apologetic, or was it just, yeah, fuck you, we're not coming? Th- uh, that it, attitude, it, I realize they didn't say, yeah, fuck you, we're not sure. coming. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, they were apologetic. But there were things that were said when my sister got here that shed some light into it that made it appear that there was an ulterior motive for not coming. Mm, not a jerk. That you are not a jerk. Okay. I, w- <laughs> I wouldn't say your parents are. And listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, since I'm ruling for the plaintiff or the defendant. Thank you. I, Thank I would you. rule for the plaintiff, but I would also admonish the defendant to be more. Be more aware of the effect of your actions, defendant, and that would be your parents. So, gotcha. Okay, okay. So I'm not a jerk. All right, all right. Not about well, this. We have case... another story. Uh, unless we want to move on. Uh, okay. You're the you're the timekeeper and the host of the show. So, you know, I I think the, the that this one is evergreen. The one that uh, that the other one. Which, by the way, listeners, if you like the tease. Of a purported sexual offender <laughs> wanting to get involved with my theater, and who doesn't? And you want to, <laughs> yes. And you want to hear the results of this? Go ahead and clamor away like you always do. Hashtag sex offender. <laughs> Nol. <laughs> oh goddamn! So, I really hope that takes off. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so moving right along into the best. The greatest of Nerd Out Loud bits. We're going in for a drone strike. Drone strike. Yeah. Jesse D, I have some questions for you. First of all, um, have you heard about Leonardo DiCaprio's new movie coming out called The Revenant? I'm very, very excited for The Revenant for two reasons. One, okay. I know the story. I know the history. Hugh Glass. Of that. Yeah, yeah, I know about that. So, I'm e- eager to see how they how their story derivates from the truth. And then I'm also yep. excited because I really was a fan of Birdman last year. I thought it was yes. fantastic. Ale- Alexander Inuratu. Yeah, what, what, what's the director's I, name? I'm a white guy, dude. I don't. I don't. Uh, 
if you got little little hashtags and little little accent letters over your name, if it's not Motley Crue, I don't know how to say it. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Sure, sure. So Jorge Padilla directed this. <laughs> calling that pedro gonzalez (laughs) (laughs) uh so so you got a good director hashtag racist nol (laughs) nol (laughs) so so you got leonardo DiCaprio, who is for sure going to get nominated for an academy award for this i mean just just on the trailer alone it's like when sean penn was in uh oh god the uh uh oh my god mystic river the one where he went the one where he went full retard. Oh, uh, I am Sam. I am Sam. I am Sam. Yeah. I saw the preview for that, and I said, Academy Award. He's at least getting nominated. I'm calling it here, folks. Leonardo DiCaprio is going to get nominated for that, and he's probably finally going to get that Academy Award. Nah, that's, what they're, but, that's what they're saying, but we, we're going to have to see what the, uh, what the field is like. You know what I mean? There's, there's a lot of good shit yes. out there right now. Yes, and the fact that they've widened the best uh, best picture category to a possible ten pictures that just that creates all oh, sorts yeah. of, of upheaval. But I, you, but he, fine, he's an old man; he's getting to be an old turd, and he hasn't won anything. It's nuts. Yeah, it's nuts. He's gone from heartthrob to Pacino, and it's rather incredible. Look, he's good. He's, done. he's good, but he I got a bad taste in my mouth from when he was a kid and did Titanic, and I think. If I remember right, and I often don't remember right, he didn't like okay. he like didn't go to the Oscars for for the Titanic that year because huh. he, because he wasn't nominated. Something happened where he oh. threw a fit. Maybe I'm wrong about that specifically, but he yeah, was yeah. he was being a little bitch about not having been nominated. Interesting. I don't remember that, but it's 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 very possible. But he was also a petulant little shit at that right, point. Right, 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 right. You gotta give him a little bit of credit, but so anyway, so going back to the Revenant, it looks like an awesome movie. There is a, a scene which is rather historically accurate when he gets attacked by a bear, yeah, right, and left for dead. And there's some sort of upheaval online about the fact that the bear rapes Leonardo DiCaprio. About the fact that the bear raped him, I should I should put a caveat on or there. About the, it's not the, a fact. The, the, they are claiming that the bear raped him. Or there's it's a, not the even, appearance of it. it. There's not even an appearance. Everybody's <laughs> basing this off of the preview. Right. And somebody in this weird game of telephone that Twitter is these days, uh, it gets yeah. from, oh, have you seen the preview about the bear? Yeah, the bear that attacks Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, the one where he's left for dead. He fucked him. Yeah, I mean, goddamn. It, it, that's where, by the way, I'm not swearing. He squirted him. <laughs> but so now they're saying bear rape. They're talking about bear rape about this movie. And there is a minor uproar about, you can't have bear rape in a movie. Hey, you said bear. You said rape. Bear rape. You can't do that. It's getting ridiculous. Rape has jumped the shark, Jesse. It's jumped the bear. Well, bear rape has definitely jumped the shark. If we can't joke around about bear rape, we can't joke around about anything. Damn it. If any animal deserves to get raped, it's a bear. Uh, yeah. Assholes. Some, some bears. Panda bears are beyond reproach. They're too cute. Mm, koalas. They're not actually bears. They're marsupials. They are marsupials. Come on, get, I, get I stand it corrected. Together. Get it together, s- my, my... Sorry, Mr. Irwin. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's gorgeous. And then again, th- he's also- gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> There's also the homosexual category of bear. They don't deserve to get raped. Oh yeah, I like to throw nope, that out. That's there. right. See? You and I are bears. I would be. We do not I would, to- You less now. You're like half the bear you used to be. I. That's right. I've actually been eyeballed, or as I would like to yeah. say, I fucked by yeah. some members of the homosexual community who are into the bear type of guy. Because that's that's me, dude. I would just like to say. I'm half the bear I used to be. Half the bear I used to be. Wow. Moving right along. That's really good. So I, I thank you very much. I I just I, I want to just say drone strike. Anybody out there who is equating anything that like, well, you said rape. Oh, that's as bad as doing it. Like that stop. Well, it's not the same thing. I think that it uh and to get I'm kind of serious here for a second, I think that sure. it, it takes away from the seriousness of rape when you say 
bullshit like that. That an animal right. who is attacking and nearly, literally nearly killing the character in the movie. Um, right. You don't equate that to rape because rape is a real serious topic that needs to be addressed yes. with a serious tome, not conflating it to... The, I mean, come on. For You're sure. watering it down. You're watering down the yes. severity of the right. actual thing. And by the way, it's a female is a female bear. <laughs> it's a female bear. That, I this, mean, it's and, not like and it, a grizzly bear. Let me tell you, that's a giant strap on. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a strap on a strap on that fits a a female, a sow grizzly bear. That is mm-hmm. a that is a sight to behold. I, I believe it's just a maple tree, and I don't think that uh, that Hugh Glass would have survived such an attack. No, I don't think so. <laughs> and, and and that's the thing; it didn't happen. They're basing all of this off of a preview, right? And it's like it's it's the game of telephone that is Twitter these days. And so, just drone strike, you guys, stop, guys who think that bear rape is a thing first of all you can go screw yourself and people who are making this a thing just stop and and we're we're perpetuating it so drone strike on this segment we're done not on the segment i got a drone strike fuck you drone oh, drone strike oh. on you okay, okay bring it back in call it back in oh, that's a truck breaker breaker so <laughs> got a mac truck coming in so my drone strike and well first of all if you agree with Jeremy Henson, host this week of Nerd Out Loud podcast, about that particular story about the Revenant, the rape Revenant story. Sound off. You can tweet at Nerd Out Loud Pod, or of course, better yet, leave a voicemail or text 206 588 5463. Once again, that number 206 588 Five four six three. So how you like looking that? Looking forward to hearing those. <laughs> I'm looking forward to hearing those. So so my my drone strike this week would be Josha Jesus Feuerstein, the 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 jackbooted, mouth breathing, carnival barking rabble rouser that is Josh Feuerstein, the guy who caused all the uproar about the Starbucks red cups is at it again. And in the wake of the Colorado Springs Planned Parenthood shooting, some video footage was dug up of him in one of his videos saying this. Planned Parenthood has hunted down millions and millions of little innocent babies, stuck a knife into the uterus, cut them, pulled them out, crushed their skull with forceps, ripped their body apart, sold their tissue, and threw them bleeding into a trash bin. I say tonight, we punish Planned Parenthood. I think it's time that abortion doctors should have to run and hide and be afraid for their life. So, what? Now, by the way, all all instances on his Facebook page, on his YouTube page, and on Vimeo have been deleted. He is distancing himself from these comments. From himself. Oh, yeah, yeah. How impossible is that? Distancing yourself from yourself. He is doing that, though. He is absolutely doing that or trying to do it. And several, including me, well, at least two that I know of, have made videos who have pulled that footage from different mirror sites and are using it talking about how, how, in my case, it's how is this different than um, Al-Zawahari or uh, Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi? Yeah, yeah. Who are these people? The Al-Qaeda, the leader of Al-Qaeda and the leader of ISIL in Iraq and Syria. How is their rhetoric and their call to arms and their call to danger for for people who are doing legal activities, how is that different than Josh Feuerstein? So my my drone strike would be on that fucking guy right on his head. Do it. Bring it in. I, I would have to say, you ask what the difference is. You, you ask what the difference is. I would say yeah, the only yeah. difference is that at, at least at least those uh, spiritual leaders had the audacity to get out of bed to make their video. Because <laughs> if, if you watch his video, he is laying down in bed, filming vertically 
which oh that's enough for the drone strike right there well for sure the 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 vertical iphone video is plenty enough to justify the drone strike but he does also in this one and in this one i don't even he's got to be using his cell phone because it is the vertical video yep but he's yep. got his lap he must be using his cell phone and have his laptop in his lap that that is the pinnacle of laziness no wonder he's, yeah. he's like a 450 pound turd I was going to say, you know, he's got ice cream on the right side and pizza on the left side. He's eating in bed, filming his little videos for his two million followers to, to watch. And by the way, wait, 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 Jeremy, Jeremy, noticed- for his two million followers and for Jesus. Oh, right. You can't leave out Who is Jesus. worth two million followers. It's <laughs> worth two million followers. Have you ever noticed that he always says stuff like, well, let me tell you something. Oh, yeah. And. Oh god, and he's always he's always just so self righteous about how he's going to enlighten everybody, even though it's it's the it's it's what the racist idiots have been saying for years. You're not enlightening anybody. Yeah, man. You're saying the same old rhetoric that's always been out there. So yes, drone strike that asshole. Right on. I second that. Right. I second that. Awesome. It has been. It is right on. It is the definitive. It is definitive that we both agree he needs to be drone struck. We are both turning the key at the same time, activating the drone struck. Like a submariner torpedo. It's been drone (laughs) strucken. Awesome. Right on, man. Well, host this shit up. What's next? I I have space news coming up right now, uh, which is, I'd like to to point out, it is actually, when Jeremy does it, uh, it is my favorite uh, segment. I love it. I love it. I am a nerd turd for for space shit. So I yeah. I often will like I was getting out of the car. Uh, I was in Huntington Beach doing something, listening to the radio, and it happens to be a radio station here in L.A. in Los Angeles, California. Like I'm bragging or something. Nice. Ugh, fuck. Uh, I get out you of the and car. Twelve million other people, buddy. Yeah, yeah. terrible. I want to kill myself. <laughs> so I get out of the car, and it happens to be one of those radio stations that you can pick up on iHeartRadio. So I, I, I huh. switched over to iHeartRadio and realized, oh, shit, this is something Jeremy would like to hear. And yeah. I email him a link. And because we're all nerds who love technology, he immediately downloads the, the app, goes straight to the episode and listens with me while we're chatting on Facebook, listening to an L.A. radio station talk about something space related. And wow, that's fun. Yeah. we just So anyway, I guess all that to illustrate that i am also a space nerd turd yes and 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 jeremy's always uh getting a whole lot of shit from christy about oh it's no good and maybe maybe she's good at podcasting and she's putting a little (laughs) bit of drama into it maybe that's what it is she's you know the yin to his yang and it makes it entertaining she's definitely uh, the yin to his yang exactly so so perhaps she's playing it up a little bit for the show what do you think about uh what jeremy's yang looks like well, I would say it's definitely misshapen and rather odd, odd in color. You think it's splotchy? I actually picture I picture the the uh, the 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 logo for the Riddler, where it's a question mark with a bunch of green and black spots. Oh, all over okay, it. nice, <laughs> nice. All right, well, on, so what do you have for space news? On with space news. Three, two, one, zero, zero, and liftoff. Last Monday, November 23rd, the private space flight company, Blue Origin, sent a rocket to suborbital space and brought it back down for a controlled touchdown in West Texas. And earlier this year, competing private space flight company SpaceX twice nearly succeeded in soft landing the first stage of its Falcon 9 rocket on an uncrewed ship in the Atlantic Ocean during orbital launches. Um, so anyway, all that to say that one, my co-host on my show, does a very good job and has... I can't do that. Reading is not... Does she do, does she do cold reads? Oh, like, yeah. just pull it up and yes, boom, read it? Yes. Wow, that's impressive. That's impressive. <laughs> um, well, she doesn't have time to prep for this shit. She's, she's in right. grad school full-time. Anyway, that'll probably... Yeah, yeah. That'll probably so she can read, basically. We're applauding her for reading. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> so, so anyway, what this says is, one, you've got two competing companies, which 
this is capitalism at its best right here. Oh, yeah. Competition breeds success. You've got two companies that are racing to be able to launch a rocket into space and then bring back the launch mechanism of their rocket and land successfully to reuse it again, which is... Which has never been done before, but apparently no. we are at the precipice of the a, a second golden age of space exploration, because this is going to bring down the cost, and yes. it, it's also going to spurn the, the, the advent of all kinds of new technologies. Some of our most amazing technologies that we take for granted in America, in the world... In modernity, oh, yeah. in modernity, come from good word. Come from the space race and space exploration. So it's a good thing. This is awesome. I'm glad that Elon Musk is in competition with this blue or, blue Orion, and uh, look forward to see what uh, what comes of this. It's fantastic. I, I I watched the video of it the other day, and uh, my wife was in the office doing homework, and she came out, and I was just watching my watching the video on my phone. She's like, "What are you doing?" I said, "I'm watching a rocket land." She said, "What?" I said, "Did you hear what I just said? A rocket is landing. You don't. That's never been said before. A rocket is landing. It's just landing in the middle of a desert in Texas. To, to be this is amazing. To be fair to your wife, I think a rocket is landing has probably been said before." Don't let the <laughs> truth get in the way of a good story, Jesse D. Oh, Judgey D. I listen. So you know what's funny? You uh, you know my Skype handle, and mm. what you just said, Judgey D, is very very similar to my nickname as a child, which was Judgey. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why was that? Ah, we're not going to get into that. Not that it's embarrassing, uh, okay. but I don't want to derail. <laughs> I don't want to derail what is probably one of their bottom fifty shows. We're, uh, we're well. How many have they had? They're, they're over a hundred. I'm going to say bottom ninety. You read the intro. This is one hundred eleven. I know. Oh, I'm, that's bo- why I'm saying we're still bottom we're ninety. Still, we're still above twenty of them or so. We're that's for, not bad. We're for sure in 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 the top. 109 right there's the ones that i was on the ones that i was on you could throw those out those are okay so we're better than those i was on and one the so ones, that's out there's yeah, five yeah. six or so uh, 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 oh and the ones that jeremy can't remember so what is that another five of them or so when mm. he was so drunk he couldn't remember them o- yeah, we only, be better than only those. five uh, from what i understand huh. I, I think that he's pulled a few all right I'm saying. all right so, so yeah, to put it put a cap on that. The wife walked in. She said, uh, "So what are you watching?" I said, "I'm watching this Rocket Land. It's amazing." She said, "Why would they do that?" I'm like, "Just I, are you serious? Why would they do that? They're going to save billions and billions of dollars going forward if they can, if they can master this, and then they can start focusing on other things. And they're going to save billions on those, and then for, for moving forward and farther and farther forward, it's just amazing. And it's our next natural progression." You know, we explore. That's what we do as humans. We always and we've we've mapped up the the entire world for the most part. We're working on mapping out the entire ocean, the the the, the floor of the ocean, which is fascinating stuff. But now we're we're going out. We're, yeah, we are yeah. expanding out into the universe. It's oh, to me, it's just it's amazing. I love every second of of, of all that. The next the next thing that we need to conquer, and then I think we could probably get off of the space news everybody is space uh news is news it, news is <laughs> is like this elevator or this lift into space where they have a geosynchronous platform yeah that is connected by a crazy cable and we 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 lift we elevate things to space so the the escape velocity doesn't have to be reached and we just right yeah i think that's kind of they probably, were talking about that haven't they been talking about? I feel like when I was in high school, they were talking about that. Yeah, well, I think they have. It's just um, we are becoming. There's a guy named Ray Kurzweil who talks about the thing called this the 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 singularity, the technological singularity. Oh, and we yeah. we are rapidly. I think it's supposed to be like 2037 or fuck, I don't know. But anyway, we are rapidly approaching not. that time where technology is going. It's ex, It's growing exponentially year by year. And yeah, goddamn, dude, we're gonna be we're gonna be in some good shape techno wise, and I don't mean the music in just a few years. So I'm looking yeah. forward to it. it. It's also scary. 
It's also scary. I'm because there are very smart people who say that uh, it's not an impossibility that robots might try to take us over. Well, it's not an impossibility. The good thing is, and I'm slightly older than you, maybe only a half a decade or so. Um, mm-hmm. But I, and by half a decade, I mean five years, Jeremy. Um, <laughs> I'm. I'll be dead soon. So if robots take over, I'll be dead. I'll be worm food. And all of you youngins will have to deal with the killer yeah. robots. And there's literally nothing we can do about it. It's already been set in motion. <laughs> I mean, Dyson, that happened in like 95, where they've got the chips and the arm and everything. So it's nothing we can do about it. Dyson? Are you talking all about right. the vacuum company? No, Dyson, the uh, 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 Terminator. <laughs> Terminator. Wasn't it Dyson? It was It was Dyson Industries or something like that. Oh, uh, I don't know. I was thinking vacuums. I'm like, what What do they have to well, do to with this? Well, to be fair... <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Dyson makes the Roomba that goes around. It's a robot. That's where it all started. That is true. James Cameron's a genius. That is scary. He's a genius. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. We're going to take this thing in for a landing. Uh, Jesse, thanks for thanks for stopping by the old uh, Nerd Out Loud. Did you have a good time today? I had an exceptional time, not even because I'm drinking alcohol, but because it was <laughs> a good, good time. It was a good night. Maybe someday we'll do this with Jeremy sometime, but uh, maybe we'll do a couple more of these just us two sometime. Um, it doesn't have to be Nerd Out Loud, but yeah, you know, we'll figure something out, right? Figure something out. Yes, we'll <laughs> figure something out. We got to do just, something. I'm We've... just repeating things because that's what I do. <laughs> well, everybody, thanks for coming by. Uh, I, I didn't really research how they end this thing, but uh, uh, check 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 Jesse out on uh, I doubt it with Dollamore. You got a YouTube page? Is it just Dollamore on on YouTube? Just Dollamore. Dollamore, right? Okay. And uh, I've got I've got a podcast. It's uh, Eureka Podcast. Um, and you know, come back for nerd out loud. I, I want you guys, I want to encourage you guys to get on Twitter, get on Facebook, go to 10710.com and leave in a, co- leave them a comment. Don't necessarily pester them to come back cause they have their lives, but, uh, you know, let them know how much you miss them and how much nerd out loud means to you and, and get them on back here. Yeah, a- absolutely. I think that everybody needs to be encouraging one. I think not pestering them is eh, maybe a little kid gloved. I think a little pestering, <laughs> a little pestering goes a long way when you really love sure. something, and uh, you can find them on Twitter at NerdOutLoudPod, or better yet, because I am a fan of the voicemails, call or text two zero six five eight eight fifty four sixty three. Never wait for cake, everybody. <laughs> Let your nerd flag fly. Wow. (laughs) That's what I'm here for.